Welcome to the Stewardship Leader Podcast, brought to you by the Christian Stewardship Network. CSN exists to encourage, teach, and connect church and stewardship leaders to help them create and lead healthy stewardship ministries in their church. You can learn more about CSN at christianstewardshipnetwork.com. Well, welcome to Stewardship Insights, a brief conversation to help you become a better stewardship leader. I'm your host, Leo Sabo, and with me today is Pastor George Thompson from Faithful Central Bible Church in Los Angeles, California. And George, we've got another question from one of our listeners, and this question has to do with content. The question is, what's working outside of FPU in the financial literacy space? First of all, thank you so much for having me today, and um, that is a really good question, Leo, and um, I actually was asked that uh, recently. I was in, um, uh, they were starting, a, I was in Birmingham, Alabama, they were looking at starting a, a ministry, and I said, hey, that's great, and, you know, do uh, Financial Peace University, or there's different options, but what I actually did when we started was I found out what's the need in our community, so we actually surveyed people and asked people, and people said certain things like, I want to get out of debt. Uh, I want to learn how to buy a home. I want to learn how to invest. I want to put my children through college. They just certainly, I want to be able to retire, you know? So then what we did was there's something called linear when you go from point A and then you go, you know, straight across. So then what we did is we started doing classes and they were, you know, they were, someone said, I want to get out of debt. I said, okay, we're going to do one, one, it's, it's one class. And then we teach it. Then they said, but wait a minute, my credit's bad. I was like, okay, two nights, okay. Then they said, I want to impress, it was three nights. So instead of doing all nine like that, and they're all kind of in a row, what we started was we switched from doing it that way to something called a passport method. You know, when you get a passport, you go somewhere and you just kind of get a stamp. You go to France, you get a stamp. You know, you go to Jamaica, you get a stamp. You know, you go to Europe, you get a stamp. So what we did was we started putting up several classes that people wanted to go through, and then we wanted them to stamp it nine times. Yeah. Do you see yeah. that? So we didn't, so, and then, I want to throw in one more thing. We made it like, uh, not only that, but we used the whole life. Remember, stewardship is time, how well you manage your time, how well you manage your talent, and your treasure. God right. bless you with those each day. So we would teach business classes too. But how, to, how you run your business, you got to learn how to run your person first. Mm -hmm. So we'd be teaching different classes. So then we would have them learn which ones they liked. And then I'll throw in health. Like then we'd have workout class or how to prepare meals or how to do certain things. Mm, so okay. then we started, we called it How To Tuesday, where you did something different every Tuesday. So in a year, they would go through all of the financial planning, but then what else would happen? They'd also learn discipleship. They'd also learn life skills. They'd also learn relationship skills. They'd also learn health skills. Yeah. So we used, uh, we did that. We've been doing that for um, several years, for at least yeah. the last at least yeah. seven or eight years. I like it. Uh, I think some churches are more resource than others. So you may want to start with an FPU. But then beyond that, I think all of us, I mean, I love FPU. We've used it at our church many, many years. And I think it's a wonderful 
class. I think it's a it's wonderful information, and it can be very motivational, especially in getting out of debt and getting you on a budget. So I think it's a great tool. However, even the folks at Dave Ramsey, I have many friends there, would say that's not the only class that you need, and there's no one class that fits all that will meet every need that you have. So it's important to understand that FBU has its place, but there's other content out there, and there's content that eventually, I think, as George said, you have to create yourself. But let's just talk about a couple of different concepts that you use. One of them is Compass. Compass has Bible studies, so this goes into the Bible side, the theological side of stewardship. It talks about the real reason why stewardship is important, the fact that God owns everything and we're stewards of it. So it lays a biblical foundation, and this is a small group study. So you know it's been proven that small group studies are the best way to disciple people and to see life transformation. So that's a great content that you can do. It's, again, nine weeks long. But it goes through, and, and it's very interacting with other people. Obviously, there's a lot of discussion. There's a lot of wrestling through these different things. So it's not just hearing information and then saying, I guess that's it, but actually working through it. And I think that's really important in developing a mindset of a steward. But also, there's other organizations out there that have created content. Saddleback Church is a great one. They've done some great content that's helped. Um, and, and you could purchase right from their website and you could use it in your own church. There's some video-based classes that you can use. There's some small group curriculum that they've developed. And then, oh, that's a great point. Can I just stick on that for one second? Yeah, go for it. Is, uh, I'm, 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 I'm in California, so I'm, I'm, I'm relatively close, except for there's a lot of cars on the freeway in between us <laughs> on the 405. Yeah. I just want to throw that in there so, so you can see why I do the reading materials and the podcasts. Yeah. Is this, is that they have a lot of information at, at Saddleback and what you want to do is all the resources that Leo and I are saying are great at leveraging. In other words, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. We kind right. of find out regionally what the people want and then just start listening to things. Like, so when I started doing train the trainer, I, you know, when I have people start teaching stewardship to other people, there's a man by the name of Brian Kloop, and he has a 40 day spiritual journey to a more generous life. What we were doing was during Bible study, I would have one of the leaders get up and we were all going through it together and we were all, mm. you know, and then we'd all read it. And then we would get up and we would actually minister that I would just pick. We would just different people would minister. Hey, you read the you read day seven. OK, what does the text say? You know, the Bible, what does the Bible say? Mm -hmm. And then what did it mean to you? And then the third, this is the third. How do I apply it in my life? How do we make light blue and apply it mm -hmm. so it sticks? So then. Uh, a man would do it, then a, a woman would do it, a single mom would do it, then we, we would learn how to apply it to other people. Mm. So those were just great resources. So it's picking a resource. So first you want to listen to something, then start looking at how you kind of apply it and start start a small group. Because I started that just a few nights doing a Bible study, and then it, it went an entire year. And then people were like, hey, and then, I, then after we went through the book, I said, well, uh, we're done. And then they're like, wait a minute, we want to come back. You know, we want to keep going. Mm -hmm. So then he has another, he has another, um, their booklets and they're on a site. You can download them and it's seven keys to open-handed living in a tight-fisted world. Wow. And, I, cool. I, and it was just really good to, to um, listen to the resources, but then also just apply them. Yeah. I think as far as resources are concerned, there's a lot out there. You just need to start looking However, what's important here to understand is that your ministry will go through a progression. You might start with some off-the-shelf things like FBU, like Compass, like Willow Creek's content or Gateways or Saddlebacks. 
and we'll add some some notes in our uh, show notes to give you links to those resources so you can look at them and potentially consider if that's something that you could use in your church. But I think, George and I, what we would want to emphasize is this. Over time, you'll find that no one course, no one class, no one curriculum is going to satisfy every need in your church. So you have to do what George did, which is to ask, what do you guys need, right? Throw out a survey, do some uh, <laughs> interviews you know, before church one day and say, if we offered financial classes, what content would you want to come to, you know? You'd be surprised what people will tell you when you ask them, because they really want that kind of help. Right. Ask this question. What is your biggest financial concern? There you go. I ask people that. Perfect. Like, right when I get, I put, take a whiteboard, I was doing a relationship seminar, and, and I was teaching on financial intimacy. It was good, Leo. It was really yep. good. I had to give myself a plug on that. Okay, yeah. so then I had a, a whiteboard, and I said, what's your biggest financial concern? And then the, a man stood up and said, I want my kids to learn how to own a home. And I said, well, let's talk about family financial, and then boom, right there. Yeah. Now, am I now? Then I then I let them know that I cannot do, you know, my little clock said I have seven minutes left, and I said, great. I said, so we can't do estate planning today. Right. But then what happens is in your church, you know, may know this, you may not. You have estate planning attorneys. You just don't. You've never. You may not have ever asked. Right. And then you find out. Then there's also resource for that. But find out what people's concern are. And then just get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You you build the content that your people need. And I think one of the most important things that you'll find out is that your church has its own DNA and its own language. And so you'll have to create some kind of content. It doesn't have to be 100% of it. It could be 20%. It could be 30%, 50%. That the content comes from your team, from your leadership, with the words and the DNA that's in your church. And I think that's a natural progression. You don't have to start there. But eventually, I think you'll find that over time, you'll have to build your own resources because your people will want specific things that you may not be able to tailor it to their to the message that you need to give them. And we found that out to be um, the, the case, that you will have to create some things. Like, for instance, you might want to create a, a, a two-week class on budgeting and get very practical, which, you know, a lot of these content, they don't get very practical. They, they give you the information, and then you're supposed to go home and do it. Well, what if you did the actual work in the classroom, right? Because some people get lost when they get home. They get confused. They don't know. They stop. So you might find out that the most effective way to do that is to actually do it in the classroom. Have them bring their bills, have them bring their financials, and then just do it right there in the classroom. And you're teaching life skills. You're teaching them how to do it. So don't be limited by what's out there. Be creative, ask questions, and you'll find the content that your congregation needs. I wasn't going to let that go, but I got to say one more thing about <laughs> people coming in and doing it. There's something about them doing a community and doing a budget or doing getting out of debt together. Right. It's a journey they're going on. And right now, a lot, a lot of people think they're going through it. I don't, don't laugh, but some people think they're the only person get, trying to get out of debt. They're the only right. person trying to, that, made a, that made a mistake. Somebody, they thought somebody was giving them a rope, but they were actually giving them a shovel and they didn't know it. And they're trying to figure out how to get out of this. Right. So when they can do it together, we can all win together. And it's, it's, it's unity. So that's why, that's the, that's the importance of having classes. There's a lot of times where people don't want to come to classes, but actually the more, the more internet, the more things that are happening, the more people need community or someone that's down there fighting for them, working with them and loving them. Yep. And this is a great opportunity in the area Absolutely. of stewardship to be able to provide that to them. Exactly. So you're not the expert talking to them. You're just part of a conversation and you're creating that environment where they can grow together. And I think that's such a powerful thing. 
Well, we want to thank you for joining us for the Stewardship Insights. If you enjoyed it, would you do us a huge favor and share it with another church or stewardship leader? Let them know that this resource exists, that we're talking about an important topic that it's part of discipleship. People need to know about it. So thank you for sharing it. And also, if you want more content and to learn more about Stewardship Insights we've offered in the past, you can find all of that on our website at christianstewardshipnetwork.com. Thanks again. We look forward to seeing you next time.